0: mm <laughs>
1: a little 8-bit all i want for christmas is you chris you got a guess i sure do
2: actually i don't have a guess i know it's my fave mariah carey (laughs) mrs
1: nick cannon (laughs) Ex mrs x mrs nick Nick cannon yeah dude Uh, that guy's got a lot of kids with a lot of different women yes he did oh dude like he i'm like did did he play basketball Actually, one of his kids
2: just died, yeah, that's a that bummer that
1: sucks yeah. all right, let's change the subject all right, yeah,
2: this isn't a bummer podcast. This is best friend of and we're uh an upper podcast <laughs> we're
1: we're a high and, we're a high bottom podcast uh my name's Long, and my name is Johnny Castanya. that works that's yeah.
2: like your nerd voice
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's how you say my last name, Chris
2: yeah okay uh. So,
1: what's going on? Hey, this is a Rush episode. Um, okay, the, the real reason we're doing it is we just, we started, you know what? They're not our fans. They're, they're people that just like to give us a hard time when we haven't put out a, an episode.
2: I was telling my dad, uh, my parents come out for pre-Christmas every year.
1: Yeah. <clears throat>
2: and I was like, yeah, we don't have fans. Yeah. We just have people who think they can do it better.
1: Yeah, start getting the, like, the text starts slowly coming in, like, um, it's been a while. I I could have sworn on your last podcast you said uh, you guys were going to be better about this.
2: I mean, the only reason we're recording is because um, iTunes says we uh, update monthly. Yeah. And we want to keep that. We don't want to be bi-monthly.
1: Only for for iTunes. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. iTunes. And I didn't want my holidays ruined. Uh, You and
2: I are both leaving town yeah uh, um you're gonna go what hey so when is billy
1: coming back is he
2: spending are you guys spending christmas there
1: no um my brother was gonna go with his family to arizona and he booked the trip during one of his son's uh finals for college oh, gotcha. and then he's like come on man come on and i got and and donovan was going on a snowboarding trip so i said i'd take the dog Why they were gone. And so then when I announced that I was going with my brother to see my dad, they're like, well, what are you going to do with the dog? So the dog's coming with me, too.
2: Road trip.
1: Road trip with the dog. So look for the uh, sunglasses on top of the dog's face. Hey,
2: so just I want to reaffirm that because Jackson and I are doing and Jackson's girlfriend, Allie, we're doing a full court press on Jamie about getting a
1: dog. And every time Jeremy's like, well, what happens if we travel? I'm like, Johnny. Dude, the dog's coming to my house. I mean, I can't I can't guarantee that I won't return your dog with the Lakers sweater on. But other than that. Never mind. We're not getting the dog. <laughs> yeah. We're not getting a Did dog. You should have the dog. Or are you going to come back with the dog from this trip?
2: I hadn't even thought about that, but maybe.
1: Isn't that where you're going to Utah?
2: Yep. Oh, we always go to Utah. The motherland? Yeah. Oh, hey, you know what? So I always like driving home on New Year's Eve because there's no traffic. Yeah. Nobody. It's party. So apparently, so New Year's Eve, I I can't remember exactly how it breaks down, but like New Year's Day, the Lakers, or the Lakers, the jazz are hosting the warriors ooh
1: i know and i'm all like Baby, wait where are they playing are they playing utah are oh, they playing so David. i'm like we got to go because i'll be that would be a good good game see the one thing that sucks for you that like it, it there's cer- certain nights where i feel like a good team comes into la and then they go out they go out the night before and so they might be may or may not be hungover when they play the lakers That doesn't happen in Utah. They're like, well, just stay at my hotel till the game.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. There's nothing.
1: Yeah. Except,
2: I know I've brought this up before. um, Guns N' Roses said the best grapevies were in Salt Lake City. Yeah,
1: same with Sublime. Sublime said the same thing. Oh, no shit, really? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. They're freaky deaky. Yeah, I guess so. Freaky deaky.
1: Um, Hey, I'm going to go see Spider-Man today. I don't know if you see my... uh, because I'm a hashtag comic head.
2: If you fucking ruin it for me, I'll kill you.
1: You have 24 hours to see the movie before I start giving spoilers. No,
2: I, I... Dude, I have zero... Okay, I have in-laws. Two sets of in-laws coming into town this weekend because my niece's husband, I don't even know what that makes him to me. I guess maybe my nephew. Probably By not, marriage, not, I don't know. Not related at all,
1: Chris. He... <laughs> Or that, uh, he
2: is a football player in, for uh, the USU Aggies and they are in, dude, have you ever heard of the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? Jimmy Kimmel has a bowl in SoFi Stadium on Saturday. Oh,
1: only cause, only cause I put Jimmy Kimmel on and he talks about it, but other than that. I
2: don't even know who they're, but anyway, they're playing, so we're all going to that game tomorrow, um.
1: That's gonna be rad.
2: No, that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll have I, a good time. I
1: haven't. I've heard that stadium's amazing. By the way, I haven't.
2: I kind of watched. Um, well, I was watching part of the game, the Chiefs and Chargers game yesterday.
1: Char- Chargers. Do you guys fucking blew it, dude? Uh,
2: <laughs> dude, the stadium looks great.
1: Stadium looks insane, dude. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So, so, so I'll give you forty-eight hours before I start uh, shooting you spoilers.
2: Well, no, see, that's not going to work for me either. You need to give me two weeks because I don't watch movies in Utah.
1: Did, did you ever? Did you ever uh, write for Spider-Man? No. 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 Just. Uh,
2: thanks for bringing that what, up. Wh- okay, thanks for bringing.
1: So, uh, what hey, what, hey, t- what tights and fights, uh, guys? Did you write for?
2: Deadpool, X Men.
1: Deadpool's shit, dude. Yeah, Deadpool's right up your alley, did you, Oh yeah, sarcastic. Were you just filthy? Filthy. <laughs> were, they, were they sending notes back like, uh, not enough F bombs if you could punch that up?
2: Uh actually this one I had yeah, I couldn't even write anything. But he does at the very end, he has a hot spur trick and he takes off his mask and she starts throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> Which to me I, that's not a hard pass.
1: Now, do you write the story first and then they uh, animate it, or do, yeah, or are you illustrate given, it? Yeah, are you given uh, like a guidelines? Do you do you? Did they tell you what you need to write about?
2: Um, well, I so with Marvel and DC, you get the sign off for the pitch of the story. So okay. this is what I'm going to do, and they're like, okay, cool. So you go off and write it, and then. Editors might come back with like, hey, we got to change this or blah, 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 blah. And then once they sign off on that, it goes to the artists. Okay, so,
1: that's cool. And yeah. how long does that usually take for them to, like you submit something, they sign off, and then how long does it usually okay. take to? That process
2: could take freaking forever, dude. But, I mean, it generally takes like a, a floppy issues 22 pages. Yeah. Uh, usually takes about a month for the artist to do that. So, yeah. The writers, that's why there's like writers like Brian Michael Bendis or whatever can write like five ongoing comics a month. Because he just gets ju-
1: a bunch of different Yeah, we just animators. pump it
2: out. And then the, the penciler is the one that has to spend all the time doing that shit. God, so. that
1: must be a great gig.
2: Oh, damn. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know because I've never gotten uh, an ongoing gig at one of those companies. But uh, yeah, writing comics is great. I love writing comics. I haven't done it for years.
1: So you but. gonna are you going to do anything cool in uh in Utah besides sitting on the couch and watching TV and playing on your phone? Um well,
2: not cool. I'm going to train with Osheen, the nightmare. I haven't seen him since uh uh I've been a black belt, so I know he's just going to be full
1: dick. Yeah, he's going f- <laughs> to He he uh, may or may not have wanted something uh on thumb drive the other day and I said the only way he could get it is if he called me Professor Johnny. Oh, he'll he said, never do that. That's a, that's got to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> get me uh, back. Uh
2: So, yeah, I'm going to train with him. I think on Monday. Uh and then he's going. I think he's going to Reno for Christmas. Who goes to Reno for Christmas?
1: What the fuck? Reno? Uh, maybe he's got maybe he's got relatives out there, dude. That's the
2: only excuse. Or explanation I will accept. Reno? <laughs> um And then oh I'm gonna have to work. Like next week I gotta work. But uh I'm hoping to go snowboarding.
1: Yeah, I'm doing a I'm doing a Zoom interview while I'm out out there. I guess it doesn't really matter where you interview with how, Zoom nowadays.
2: How long have you uh, not had a job, Johnny? How long have you been
1: I, I uh, took a year to be off with my son after um, my uh, my ex-wife died in that fiery car crash. So I'm a widower. <laughs> Any ladies listening? Um, uh, I I learned to make I, I can make more meals besides tacos for my son now. Oh that, right. well, right. dude. Yeah, beef jerky, when, dude. When you first get a divorce, dude, <laughs> you're like, all right, you want tacos again <laughs> and you're like i gotta i gotta learn to make some real meals here
2: actually tacos is my go-to meal. <laughs>
1: child, child services is gonna be here if i pick them tacos one more time this week
2: tacos is my go-to and but you know what i could probably eat tacos every day yeah and i'd be okay
1: i got dude i, I got some pretty good crock pot recipes nice got that grill got that grill and i can grill thank god i can grill 20
2: and you got del taco
1: 20%. and i do have del taco yeah. And and noggles now. We found the noggles. so.
2: Child services is coming. <laughs> Del Taco will never forsake you.
1: The orange meat means it's tasty.
2: <laughs> All
1: right. On this episode,
2: we have top five favorite fight scenes, which is was a recommendation from Dr. Dream himself, Oshin. Yes. Uh, we are going to discuss uh a bunch of our friends got promoted to black belt
1: yeah so, it's it's gonna be a pretty jujitsu jitsu centric episode but keep listening but keep listening
2: anyways uh and then we're gonna recommend some shit and we we have to be fast then we're gonna get the fuck out of town Chris. yeah we gotta be fast so we're just not fucking around let's get this party started <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, introducing out of Costa Mesa, California, two of the meanest podcasters in the game, both Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men, Chris and Johnny from Best Frenemies, we told you on this day, you savages, ha!
1: What's up, bitches? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for Best friend me's Top 5 List. Thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. Hey, hey, hey. Can't say that. Unless you pay his health care. Thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. Motherfucker, sensitive. Jeez. <laughs> uh, all right, this is top
2: five favorite fight scenes. As we mentioned in the uh, intro, uh, Oshin suggested this. Uh, so, Johnny, what's your number five?
1: My number five is Kill Bill, Volume One: The Bride versus the Crazy Eighty-Eights. Yeah, that's good, dude. What she does, it's, it's a massacre. And it's like an homage to all the uh, old martial arts movies. It's just lots of blood, lots of sword fights, lots of dudes running in suits with masks on. Dude. <laughs> it's so good. Like at the end when she kills, people are like sliding around in the blood <laughs> trying to get up. Oh man, or how they like, like <clears throat> the guys,
2: the gang members the, with the masks uh, running down the stairs. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Dude, the crazy idiots were dope, dude. Hey, so speaking of which, there's a movie that's coming out um, called 355. And I'm convinced it's a ripoff of Fox Force 5.
1: Oh, shut up.
2: Because then I was like, 355. I was like, 3, Fox, F-O-X, oh. Force, 5, and then 5. Is it a Quentin Tarantino movie? No, it is not. So, but I was like, dude, I swear, because it's like, but, the, but it's weird. They call, I don't know, there are four women, uh, I don't know, from different countries, like Pe- Penelope Cruz is oh, some agent okay. from Columbia. And, That's going to
1: be a Netflix movie, isn't it?
2: Is it? I don't I, know. I'm convinced it's Fox Force 5, but <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, my number five. Every, first, everyone knows alien is better than aliens yeah
1: you're totally wrong but go on
2: but my number five fight scene comes from aliens and it's when ripley opens the door and she's in the robotic uh suit and she's like
1: get away from her you bitch (laughs) now is that did you say that was from aliens or aliens yeah The, the second movie
2: yeah, it's not as good as the first one, but the fight scene's good,
1: dude. I told you why it's better because they said let's take everything that's good from the first movie and give you more aliens, give you more. Get more away stuff. from her, you bitch! <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> All right, what's your number four? My number four is, uh, dude, Rocky two, Rocky Balboa versus Apollo Creed. At the end, the the slow motion with a double knockout, and then they're doing the raise up the ropes, and, uh, and Paul Creed's court is like, "Get up!" It's the best, dude.
2: Everyone knows that Rocky is better than Rocky Two, <laughs> oh, and at the end, they're clutching each other, and he's like, "There will be no rematch. I don't want a rematch. It,
1: it could be no rematch."
2: <laughs> uh no, it's. I mean. Dude,
1: Rocky, he had to win. He had to win in two. I, I mean, mean, one one is an awesome, like, let's give the audience everything they wanted from the Academy Award winning movie. Hey, like, I don't think that movie would have won an Academy Award if he did win.
2: Yeah, no, for sure.
1: That's what makes it, like, a perfect
2: movie.
1: Because he, he won the girl, Chris.
2: You know, actually, it's funny. I watched Rocky, like, two months ago. Dude, no way they could do it because he like totally doesn't let adrian leave his apartment remember they couldn't do it these times and it's like dude
1: he's super aggressive such a creeper dude like, yeah creeping on the weird lady at the, like kind of violently doesn't store.
2: doesn't let her leave his apartment like, <laughs> i'm not taking no for an answer
1: yeah hey, i like that song it goes <laughs> <laughs> hey do you know fun fact that Sylvester stallone still has the turtles yes from rocky one I. I do I that's do. pretty cool it is cool that's, that's pretty cool Beavis. uh all right my
2: number four from john wick the first one the red circle nightclub fight where he fucking single-handedly like kills like oh, 275 guys
1: no dude that's awesome
2: yeah it's good scene dude john wick they have the best fight
1: scene yeah and dude, jujitsu with guns, dude. He's not going to love know. that. Oh, dude, it was the best. All right, what's your number three? Number three is the Princess Bride, the Cliffs of Insanity sword fight scene.
2: Oh, that's good. Where they, um, they surprise, Where I'm he, going with my left hand. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not left-handed either. <laughs> dude. And, then, uh, and then he says, like, oh, it'd be a shame to kill such a work of art. So he just knocks him out. He knocks him out, then says that, like, dude that sword i mean obviously i know that they pay homage to all the original sword fight zoro scenes and stuff from the past but it is every time i put that movie on for like the kids like dude it stands stands the test of time so i
2: just want to point out my calendar i bought you last year Learn a new word every day is paying off because you said homage like
1: well this, you know three times Whatever, dude. They paid tribute. How about that? <laughs> oh, no. Dude, homage. Uh, <laughs> fuck off,
2: <Chris. laughs> Actually, it's funny. I just, it came up on my uh, Facebook page, so I watched it today. Uh, my number three, the crane kick. <laughs> last fight between Johnny and Daniel, and I still will watch that fight and have zero idea how they're scoring that.
1: Okay, first of all, you're talking about the illegal kick.
2: Illegal, yeah. Yeah. Apparently it was illegal because they said no head. But then Johnny punches them in the face and there's no point awarded, but Daniel kicks him in the face and he wins.
1: And he only gets a warning for doing the illegal like n- yeah. knee slam. Dude. Yeah, I it's a hey, you know, you gotta bring your A game to the All Valley Tournament, Chris. That's that's one thing I know.
2: Dude, yeah, the scoring was not consistent, but whatever. All right, what's your number 2?
1: Number 2 is uh Kingsman, the uh church the church fight while Freebird is playing in the background. Yeah, that was good. Dude, epic and they take like someone gets stabbed with an American flag like the eagle part. <laughs>
2: no, it was good. Yeah, that man, that's another good fight scene. Oh. I think people are going to hate this because we're agreeing with our fight scenes.
1: It's not our fault we're pulling out badass fight scenes. And we tried to stay away from uh, like martial art movies for the most part.
2: Uh, Well, I consider The Matrix kind of a martial art. And that's my number two. And it's the first fight scene with Trinity when she's fighting the cops. And it's like, I went into that movie when it came out in 1999 had zero idea what it was about. And that fight scene where the camera goes around oh, and yeah. she's frozen. And I was like, what is this
1: sorcery? No, it was, did they, they changed the way like fight scenes were filmed, dude.
2: Oh man. Yeah. That was like, I knew that movie was going to be special after that first scene. But All right, Johnny, what is your number one?
1: Number one is the very first thing we ever talked about on Best Me's. Our penises? <laughs> the Raid. Oh, Redemption. the Raid. Yes, the Raid. The Raid, Redemption, the final boss, two against one fight scene. With, oh, yeah. That's with ruthless. the little guy, dude. Ruthless. Oh, he's my favorite.
2: Yeah, that was a good fight scene. Damn, man, that whole movie, that was just jam-packed. That it was kind of like John Wick before John Wick. Yeah. I feel like just non-stop you know fighting.
1: What? Uh, two's pretty good, too, but you, you can't you can't compare it to the first one.
2: I haven't watched the second one.
1: I'll let you borrow it. Uh,
2: I still just got... kidding.
1: Just kidding. I like my DVDs. returned to me. It, hey, ahead, I go, still
2: got Super Trooper. Go
1: buy it yourself, you motherfucker. <laughs> All right. My number one
2: is the best fight scene ever recorded. <laughs> they live. The fight scene that went on for like... Fif- Fifteen minutes, dude. It went on forever. It's a fifteen minute straight fight. I show. like bubble gum and, and kicking kick ass, and I'm oh. all out of bubble gum.
1: And then, uh, South Park actually oh, dude, recreated it, scene scene for scene, in uh, Timmy versus Jimmy in the cripple fight.
2: Yeah, and dude, Cartman going cripple fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did it like blow for blow dude, they copied it it was insane yeah it was amazing so uh they live that's why it's my number one because that fight scene it's like the king of false endings where you're like all right it's done nope they get back up like hey, oh dude john carpenter
1: you know what i was pretty stoked when i saw uh remember when we had king daniel on and we were like checking out his videos he had on and he, he had a song that where they they did a, a tribute to uh, They Live. No, They did a what? <laughs> yeah, I did it on purpose, Chris. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> homage. They paid homage.
2: Uh, well, you know, the thing about him is like, whoa, you guys did your research. And, and I'm like. like no, we watched the movie yeah, when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. For them, it's like this old movie. No one's going to get it.
1: Forward.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like bro, that's they lived. I mean, that's what you get for being a boomer, am I right? <laughs> All right, that is our top five favorite fight scenes. Just spreadro on your felicida Felis Navidad
0: Felis Navidad Felis Navidad Just spreadro on your felicida I want to wish you a merry
2: <laughs> Don't ever do that again
1: I like to do the Wayne's World Throw it to Chris <laughs> Where I fire off the point We You're are live The freaking
2: white man overbite <laughs>
1: uh, Alright
2: so This is the meat and potatoes of our episode And this is going to be Jiu Jitsu centric uh, That's
1: right all you ladies
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, So our buddies. Uh, well, you know it? what? Let's just let's talk about the people leading the class. What a year have they had!
2: Oh yeah, with yeah.
1: Kolobate Ko became the the uh, jujitsu phenom.
2: Dude, yeah,
1: fucking uh, destroyed it this year, dude. Freaking
2: sixteen-year-old blue belt, like going toe to toe with like high-level black belts, beating
1: beating uh, like every Eddie Bravo's boys. Oh yeah, and. Dude, it's just crushing. And you know what? He, he should have been in the finals of that one. On yeah. His he got, no, one. he got robbed. He got screwed.
2: It was a split decision. Um, and then, But then he was invited to compete at ADCC, and he was actually the youngest on record to qualify yeah. for the competition. And, so. if,
1: and if he wins, yeah. he will overtake Hoffa Mendez. Huffa was 19.
2: When he won. When he won. So, yeah. Um, actually, Cole. So, I'm doing a piece on him for Jiu-Jitsu Times. <clears throat> and I asked him about that. I'm like, so you got him for that record? <laughs> and he's like, was very diplomatic. And he was like, well... I'm not going after the record per se, but I want to win, so I guess if I technically yeah, if I get the record, so be it but and
1: you know what what a nice way if the record is beaten to have someone that's like, well, that's my boy in my school doing it, and th- I know Hoffa really helped him get ready, obviously Gee being the insane Geman as being an insane coach yeah And um, I, I know Hoffa was like doing private private rounds with them. Get them ready.
2: Yeah. They... uh
1: And you know what? How fucking great a kid is Cole, dude?
2: He's a good kid. He's real... I mean, man, for being 17. And so dude, he turned 17 in November.
1: And talk about... Dude, kid destroys, becomes like the, you know, a worldwide phenom. And then the very next week, he's back being uh, Tynan's assistant, his uke in our Dawn Patrol class. Yeah.
2: Well, then... Nice segue to Tynan, Professor Tynan, who just won black belt worlds. World, hey, is he one fifty? No, he's uh, what is he? Medium, medium weight. Me, medium weight. What? How much is that?
1: Uh, dude, I don't know. And they all, they all fight at different weights. But for worlds, he was medium weight. Anyway, Jonathan, Jonathan. Uh, had a finger injury so he couldn't he couldn't, he couldn't go continue the next day. still won the fight he dude he broke his broke one of his fingers halfway through his fight and still won still dude. won i mean that's a stud right there
2: um really proud of professor tynan uh, okay. i'm glad he's a, I mean that's their dream they always want to be a world champ
1: yeah and and dude you know i i uh i sent him a text that the the night he won and then he actually texted me back saying thank you and then um, said, hey, tell everyone to come. I'm going to – the very next day after winning Worlds, you know. He
2: won for, Worlds on Sunday, last then, Sunday.
1: And then Monday morning, he's at 6 a.m. Teaching. Teaching. And the, the coolest part is, you know, on a day that certainly could just be all about him, he decided to promote seven of our bros to black belt.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then Professor Gee showed up late. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, Professor Gee, <laughs> clock starts-, starts at six o'clock. And without even missing a beat, he was like, pointing it to himself and said, Special guest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude, he is hilarious. Dude, dude. I
2: love him. Uh, yeah. So both Mendez brothers were there and they handed out, was it seven? Is it, it total? Seven. Seven. So Jean, our favorite Frenchman. He actually is from Brazil, but his name's Jean, so we're like, <laughs> I thought he was French-Canadian for some reason. Someone told me he was French-Canadian. It's a French name, though. Well, and then his son is, his youngest, I think it's called, uh, his
1: name Francois. Yeah, dude. Like, what? Uh, yeah, but, and he spells it J-E-A-N, and, uh, but when we, when he's, when he's consistent training with us, we call him Jean Patrol. And then when he's not, we call him Gene. <laughs> We're like, shut up, Gene. Gene Get back didn't to- show up again. Get back to class, Gene.
2: <laughs> uh, and then our bro, Wendell, got promoted.
1: Yeah. I mean, long time coming for Wendell.
2: Yeah. No, he should have been.
1: Actually, truth be told, he both should have he, he been.
2: Wendell should have been promoted with you. And I should have been stuck around with these guys. Um, that's how you always felt, and that's why I yeah, felt like I totally it, felt, I felt like way. you
1: couldn't enjoy your black belt until no until they got it.
2: Like yeah, it didn't sit right. There's Jean and Wendell and Andrew. We'll get to Andrew in a minute. That uh, they weren't promoted and I was, um, but now uh, Wendell and John are promoted,
1: and then and then we got um, Tommy. My, Tommy. My number y-
2: one. You're number one. Like the, this kid. This super c- creepy how you go after him. This for kid, the first they'll, round.
1: they'll say, okay, pick your partners, and when they break, sometimes I'll sprint down the mat and run and grab him, and somebody will be like, oh, I already asked him to go, and I'm like, I don't care. He's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't have him, no one can. <laughs> yeah, and if he goes to the bathroom on the first one, I just stand on the edge of the mat and wait for him to walk out of the bathroom, and I'm like, let's go.
2: Actually, with John or with uh, uh, Tommy. I did it today. <laughs> if I get him in close guard, I'm like,
1: I win.
2: <laughs> he's just like, you're an idiot.
1: Okay, and then we got Scott. Scott, yeah, and and Scott's, you know, he's he came he came in our gym as a brown belt. Where did he come from? I don't know. Uranus. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Real mature. Wow. But uh, I always I. Scott's part of our crew. He came in on he went to the to the Vegas. I think we bonded with him a lot when we went out to see uh King Daniel's opening yeah, gym. Yeah. And then who else got it? Uh the mountain. The mountain Alec. <laughs> Alec. But yeah, we call him the, looks mountain. Just
2: like the mountain from we, Game of Thrones. We
1: call him the mountain. And then our boy Nom, Nom. another one who's,
2: Yeah, he's
1: just awesome. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. He's and,
2: great. He has good technique. And, dude,
1: and then you see him. Like when he, like right before his black belt, I noticed he was like helping white belts and blue belts and I was like, shut up. Really? Yeah. I (laughs) was like, Oh, way to be helpful and stuff. Did you ever do that? No. Yeah. Plus they're cute. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I, uh, so what cute guys did you help? Yeah, right. Uh, Chris, you're a white belt when I was a blue belt.
2: (laughs) Oh, that, well, yeah, I'm seriously (laughs) cute. Uh, Okay hold on who else I can look at the photo.
1: I know there's one more. Oh Mark Mark oh yeah Mark so, so Mark's <laughs> one of those that like dude if he would have just come consistently he he would have been a black belt a long time ago and there's well, a couple of those on the mat right now. He
2: fucked up his rib before the pandemic. Oh no
1: it's broken like if you if you go feel his rib it's still broken it's you no know, what happens when a rib like breaks breaks? Uh-huh. It just kind of like melts against the other ribs. But you can see that it's like out. Of, you can feel that it's out of place. You're So, like, oh.
2: I mean, God, he was out for like four months before the pandemic. And then the pandemic hit. So, he was out for another year. Yeah. Uh, and the thing. <laughs> I don't know if he did this to you. So, he's been training like forever at Jiu-Jitsu. Like 20 years. Not consistently, but... Like 20 years. Um, and so when I got promoted, the first thought was like, oh, dude, Mark's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was soon thereafter, he made a big point of rolling with me. <laughs> it's
1: like. Tap you a couple times and be like, okay. Big.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. So Mark. No, that was cool. That was cool that Mark did. Um, yeah. No, it was a good. It was a good day.
1: Yeah, um, I, I feel like I feel like now you can enjoy your black belt.
2: Yes, I mean now, especially like Sean and Wendell was huge, but the other one of our crew, Andrew,
1: that mother, he, you
2: know what. Um, we give Andrew, we joke with Andrew. I'm doing the air quotes joke <laughs> that uh, he drinks too much, <laughs> and we knew that he was golfing yeah. on Saturday. And so when he didn't show up in the morning, it was like, oh, I didn't know if Tynan was no, really golfing do- on Sunday, Sunday. What did I say? Saturday. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sunday. So I was like, oh, he got shit faced w- Cause
1: we told everyone we're like, cause, cause Tynan in the text. Said, yeah. But Tynan said that he shit. He loves, loves to mess that? with us. He yeah. Loved.
2: He said once like promotion's coming soon and he, nothing. Yeah. Uh, but then when both brothers, Mendez brothers, yeah, like, shut up, I was like, like, "Today's the oh day. shit, today's the day. And I'm like, first thought I had was, god damn it, Andrew. God damn it. He's like, <laughs> oh, it was a late night. Yeah, I bet it was. But, uh, but
1: you know what? We didn't tell our friends that promotions, because I didn't want to get anyone's hopes up. Yeah, because Tynan- He likes- I mean, come on. Tynan used to give out promotions when we were brown belts, and he'd look in the bag and be like- I'm sorry, Johnny. There's no black belt in here today.
2: (laughs) So after you and I got promoted to black belt, I made an animation telling him that he needed to promote my crew to black belt.
1: No, Chris made a PowerPoint animation where it was like he would name someone and then they're like, picture of them and a gi would pop up and i'm like and he'd it, give all these reasons reasons why they should be promoted <laughs> it was hilarious dude. i we
2: had been gunning for these guys like God, dude you gotta fucking promote my crew man <laughs> we'll never ask for i'll um, never bug you for anything ever again just promote him so when he was handing out the black belt Conveniently, Jean Jean and Wendell were at the very end, and the whole dude. I was dying, dude. I started sweating it.
1: My stomach started going. Like
2: when when Nam and Tommy particularly were promoted, I was like, I couldn't tell how many more black belts were in there. No, and I was like, then he called Wendell, and I was like, and I was like, oh god, dude, what about Jean? Yeah, what about Jean? And then. Did you notice his last one? Oh, my favorite person, Jean. <laughs> and I know you died a little inside. Yeah,
1: it was awesome.
2: Uh, yeah, no, it was a good, good day. And I, Hey, w-
1: was there another black belt in there for Andrew?
2: We'll never know. Well, neither will he. So now we're doing a full court press on him about him being a brown belt.
1: Oh, we love it. We love it. Get we're, out of here, brown belt. We'll, we'll take pictures of all black belts and be like, sorry, Andrew, you can't be in the picture. <laughs>
2: you know what? Has he said anything to you? Like, God damn it, I should have got up.
1: No, he said He said this. He goes, this is what I've been telling everyone. Because <laughs> I'm sure he got a lot of heat. He said, I'm not upset that I uh, didn't get my black belt, that I didn't wake up and get my black belt. I'm upset that I didn't get my black belt with Wendell and, and Jean. And I said, that's a very good answer.
2: No, that's a good answer.
1: And that... So that's what he's bummed about. He's not bummed that he didn't get his black belt. He's bummed that he didn't get it with his friends. Yeah. I mean... I mean, you, getting it with a friend
2: is... I mean, you and I celebrated, and you and I did our stupid next day walk-in. <laughs> uh, so that... I mean, it was special. It would have been more special if, like, I got it by myself. So... Andrew not getting it with Wendell and John. Like, dude, that, yeah, that sucks. Like, yeah. who, I mean, who's he going to get it with? Tom? Oh, that'd be cool. Like, Tom? Like, I mean, there's, maybe, there's, maybe,
1: maybe if Kenji keeps coming. <laughs> yeah, Kenji. And I mean, no, that'd be good if you got it. There's a good group of guys The Rock and Tom and, and
2: Paul. And Paul. Yeah, all those guys need to get promoted, yeah. I think. But that's not my battle. That's the new yeah. Black Belts battle. Not, I'm, we're di- we said we would never give him shit. I will never ask him. And then like, Mike yeah. Gates. We wanted Mike Gates <laughs> to promote Brambo. So I'm done. All
1: of our Christmas wishes came true except for Andrew because Andrew did. So Andrew, got drunk. <laughs> Andrew got drunk. Andrew got drunk and you, couldn't get you, out of bed. Did you just go straight to rehab after that?
2: <sighs> Dude, this has got to be his rock bottom, right? <laughs> I got a problem, bro. <laughs> um fucking andrew you know what and the thing that pisses me off he's not even like god and like he's just like yeah whatever <laughs> whatever i'm like oh, you're a dick <laughs> um all right well congratulations to all the people yeah. that got promoted i'm really happy i feel like hey, i can hey, kind of enjoy it
1: and you know what since the year wrap up we did get our black belts this year in july what and uh
2: i haven't gotten any better
1: now but you know what i'll say this this is the funny thing because people ask me is there any difference between uh being a brown belt and being a black belt and it's huge difference you tell somebody you're a brown belt in jiu-jitsu and the, the very first response is mm, well how many more belts are there to black i'm like oh that's the last one oh, okay they don't care. The second you get your black belt, you're at dinner with them. They're like, "Well, it's a good thing we have we have Johnny here. Uh, he can protect us." And they're like, "What do you think about?" Us? Man, there is
2: such. I mean, it's people who difference. don't know anything about martial arts know that a black belt's the top. You know, and man, people that have known that I've trained jujitsu for years are like impressed that I have my black belt. Yeah. Like, they were impressed, and I'm like, dude, I've been doing this forever. But anyway, all right, Professor Johnny, uh, I hope you have a great uh, trip to Arizona.
1: Professor Chris, I hope you uh, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. We're being inclusive. Thank you. Um, All right, well. Happy Festivus (laughs) for the rest of us.
2: (laughs) Uh, all right, everyone who got promoted, congratulations. All
1: right.
0: It's Christmas Eve, and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. Christmas Eve, and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. And I hate, hate, hate your guts. I hate, hate, hate your guts. And I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're down to suck me oh. I'll never talk to you again. Unless your mom will you want to touch
2: Man in the box. Hey, what was my one intro?
1: Like, oh yeah, hey, hey, hey. That, that was your. Oh, I didn't do my. What's up, my midgets?
2: <laughs> that's super, that's my catchphrase.
1: Super. Inappropriate. I'm one of them, dude. I told you. It's like you know. It's like black people being able to say the n word. I can say. Whoa, what, whoa. I can say what's up, my midgets. No. I, yes. No. Yeah, I, I stand by it. <sighs>
2: All right. Anyway, this is recommendation. Mine's going to be quick because um, I got a hard stop. This was supposed to be a quick episode. Um, it's called a hard on, Chris. And, and especially... Uh, what?
1: I said it's called a hard on, Chris,
2: not a hard stop. Oh, well, I always have that. <laughs> uh, hey, you're going to need to run this over to me tomorrow because there's probably no way I'm going to be able to pick it up.
1: Hey, I got you.
2: All right, sweet. <laughs> I owe you. Uh, all right. My recommendation is uh you know those uh quest protein bars
1: <laughs> go on <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm talking about right yeah you you make special trips to uh nutritionist uh, sports nutrition off of 17th street next to aoj i do because i park there in the morning and shout go- out to ryan for letting us park th- in front of the yeah, store so
2: i buy stuff from him so i don't feel guilty parking in front of
1: even though nobody's there From
2: 6 a.m. to 7.
1: He still has affordable prices.
2: Yes. Yeah. He should be a sponsor. I
1: recommend shopping at Sports Nutrition.
2: Well, you can go there and pick up. Quest now has a (laughs) new... I mean, I've had the chocolate, but uh, the birthday cake cookies. They one net carb and 90 calories... Five grams of protein. They are delicious. <laughs> they are delicious. So, so like every day is your birthday is basically? Basically when you're eating those bad boys. <laughs> but I've made like bought three boxes at a time because they are so freaking good.
1: I'm just going to say that I will never be a sales rep for that company because when I was a sales rep for Rockstar, you'd be like, hey, did you get your allotment yet? <laughs> 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 oh i did hey did any of the freaking cases fall <laughs> I, off the van i'm gonna drive over there and help you with some of
2: that blue raspberry <laughs> but the thing is you used it as like hey chris why don't you come over we can car i don't want it i got a case of rockstar <laughs> yeah.
1: i'll be right over <laughs> <laughs> it was good bargaining chips Jim. uh
2: or you would be like try to make good with jamie and you'd be like hey i got her a case oh i'll give it to
1: her She's like, how many cases is Johnny going to give you? These are mine! (laughs) Uh, Well, Jamie, I was in her good graces when I had uh, made her mango high-chew rich. Yeah, mango rich.
2: (laughs) A mango rich! (laughs) Yeah, be a quest. That would be great, dude. That shit. Oh, dude. So the birthday cake cookies. Okay. Fantastic. All right, Johnny, what's your recommendation?
1: My recommendation actually was recommended to me by my nephew, Carter Castana, who bought my car.
2: Who bought your car, dude? Yeah. Yeah. I hope he didn't find that little
1: special <laughs> package of porn <laughs> uh, that's under the driver's seat. <laughs> well, Carter hit us up on a real gem. The, uh, there's a show on Netflix called Untold, and uh, they did, I watched one of the episodes on The Malice of the Palace with uh, Meta World Peace when he was crazy Ron Ron Artest. And uh, that was, that's a great one to watch. Oh, man. He
2: wanted uh, time off from uh, the Indiana Pacers to promote his rap album. <laughs> yeah.
1: And they're like, get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> so, yeah, the Malice Palace was awesome. But the one he recommended was, it's called Untold, and then it's Crime and Penalties. Dude, so basically, it's like a real New Jersey Tony Soprano. This guy is obvious. Obvious Mob ties Like He owns um, He's in charge of like All of the uh, <laughs> The garbage trucks oh, In the state Like He has a garbage truck business His 17 year old son That like dude Sideways hat Gold chains Fat white kid We're like We're like He's the kind of kid that goes Walks in the room and Was like Yeah boy <laughs> He's like he leaves, he buys a, um, a minor league hockey team and makes his son president of the minor league hockey team. A mob boss's son becomes the youngest owner of a minor league hockey team. And not only that, the kid's obsessed with hockey and pro wrestling. And he ends up building the gnarliest, and like the, even like the equipment manager is kind of whispering in his ear the whole time, who may or may not also be in the mob, who's <laughs> who, like, checks people on the ice at practice, dude. And uh, the kid ends up doing an awesome job and builds the gnarliest fighting team. Like, literally, there's they show clips of games where they drop the puck, and the guy instantly throws down his gloves and starts fighting. And uh, there's a squirrel running across your fence right yeah. there, Chris. Uh, squirrel! Squirrel? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> no. But it's, dude, it's awesome. You got to check it out.
2: All right. No, actually, it sounds good.
1: No, and it, dude, and the Most team does really well. Most of your recommendations,
2: I just kind of blow off, but that actually
1: sounds Everybody good. else likes them, Chris. You get, you're get, you going to have some downtime right now. You, you can avoid talking to the family and put on Netflix. Oh, no, for
2: sure. I'm going to have to be doing that. Yeah, I can't handle, I can't handle all the Mormons for an extended <laughs> period of time.
1: <laughs> so, okay, so that brings me to, uh. My song, since this is our technically our Christmas episode,. Yep. I'm going to recommend my favorite Christmas song, and it's by a, it's a, by a side band of uh, Fred Schneider. You know the guy in uh, the B52 oh, says, yeah, yeah. Got me a Chrysler It's as big as a whale. You know that guy? Oh yeah. <laughs> You're one Tin root. Rusted. <laughs> so it's about he has a sideband. And uh, they're called the Superions, and uh, the name of the song is called Fruitcake. <laughs> of course it's, it is. And it's the best Christmas song ever. And K-Rock used to play it on Kevin and Bean, but now they're gone. So um, most people didn't get to hear it this year. So if you're listening to our episode, you, you're in for a treat. All right. Lay it on me. And uh, we are a monthly episode we'll be... on iTunes and Spotify.
2: Will be uh, an audible.
1: And audible. And uh, don't forget our email, bestfriendemies 69 at gmail.com. If you want to recommend some top fives to us or tell Johnny how much better he is than Chris. That's not true. <laughs> uh, hey, my mom has the email address. I might get that email one day. <laughs> I think your
2: mom likes me more than you.
1: But be safe. We're talking to you, Andrew. And
2: <laughs> Andrew, please <Yeah>. get, help.
1: <laughs> get help. Andrew, get yeah. help. <laughs> um, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys next year.
2: Yes, we'll be coming at you January twenty twenty two.
0: you're making fruitcake The oven on low Three hours or more Wrap it in rum